You're listening to Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. Together, we're going to explore divination and help you start your own journey with tarot. I'll discuss my tarot journey and offer ways to use tarot for healing, self-development, and personal growth. So let's get started. Hi, listeners. Welcome to Episode 12 of Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. In this episode, I will be discussing using the tarot with ancestral karmic clearing and healing, and I will share a six-card spread that I created for ancestral karmic healing. First of all, I want to say that I'm not an expert on this topic of ancestral healing. I've only been working on my own ancestral and karmic clearing for the past year. I will be sharing my experience with you and offering a suggestion for a course that you can take on this subject from a practitioner who is more experienced in this area. Last summer, I took an online ancestral healing course with Jesse Huttenberg through the Tarot Readers Academy. The course is titled Ancestral Healing, A Tarot Journey with Jesse Huttenberg. She's a wonderful teacher on the subject, and I'm including a link for her course in the show notes if you're interested. I'm not affiliated with Jesse in any way, so I don't get anything if you sign up for her course. I just really enjoyed the course myself and got a lot out of it and wanted to offer that to you as a suggestion if you're wanting to delve deeper into the subject. I know this topic may not appeal to everyone, and that's perfectly fine. If you don't feel that you need this type of healing, then this may be an area that you don't have to explore. I believe you will resonate with this discussion if it's the right time for you to take on this type of healing work. I'm feeling led to cover this topic, so I want to go with my gut here. I kept encountering this topic in the spiritual community and had major resistance to it for a good year because I knew that it was an area that would be painful for me. So I avoided it as long as I could. But I kept feeling that internal nudge to start this type of work, and I even started and stopped the process several times. I was able to make some progress slowly over the past year, And then I had a breakthrough about two months ago. And I finally feel like I'm pushing through the hardest parts of this ancestral healing. So believe me, I know that it can be a slow process. As I worked through this type of ancestral healing, I started to associate some specific tarot cards with ancestral healing and karmic healing. For me, the main card that comes up more than others related to ancestral karmic clearing is the Ten of Pentacles. This card represents family, family legacy, inheritance, family money, your lineage, and shared resources. For me, this card represents ancestral karma because I see that being passed down generationally, just like an inheritance or an estate would. I believe that family trauma, karma, experiences, and challenges can be passed down generationally in much the same way as genetic predispositions to certain conditions or diseases are passed down. I've heard people who are more knowledgeable about this area than myself say that even nations have karma that's passed down over time. I will admit that I've never felt this sentiment so strongly as I have in the past few years. The racial issues that we are facing in the United States feel very karmic to me and will most likely not be resolved until we as a nation face the hard truths about our nation's history and the role of our ancestors in that history. 
This viewpoint of ancestral karma will be different for everyone, so it may not resonate with you. I will speak about my own experiences so that I don't step on any toes here. I in no way want to influence your beliefs on the matter. As always, with any of my content, please just take what resonates and leave the rest if it doesn't. We are all on our own journey here, and I have great respect for that unique process that we all experience. To bring this discussion back to the tarot, when I see the Ten of Pentacles, this is a signal that I might need to do some more work on releasing some of the issues that have continued to live on in my family that need to be cleared. I look at the cards around the Ten of Pentacles if it's in a spread. I'm looking for clues that the Ten of Pentacles is indeed referring to healing or clearing. If I see the Ten of Pentacles with the Star card or the Temperance card, that also points to healing that is needed, specifically to family healing. The Star card and the Temperance card are my healing, balance, and renewal cards. They come up for me as a sign to start the healing process. So if they are combined with the Ten of Pentacles, that's how I know to work on healing within the family. If the Three of Swords is present with the Ten of Pentacles, then this usually prompts me to work on healing wounds and work on forgiveness around family conflicts, betrayals, and grudges. The Justice card often says to me that I need to work on balancing my karma or that karmic debts need to be paid. This could refer to my own karma, or it could refer to ancestral karma if it comes up in combination with the Ten of Pentacles. The Wheel of Fortune card is my karma card. And often the message for me is to pay attention to karmic cycles that are repeating that need to be addressed. Often that advice is to break harmful karmic patterns to help me move out of that cyclical and harmful rotation. Otherwise, it will continue to repeat, causing me to revisit the same challenges over and over again until I clear that blockage or learn the karmic lesson. The world card symbolizes the completion of karmic lessons. I'm always happy to see this card as the outcome card in a spread on this topic or to see this card start to show up after I've been working on clearing karma because it's a sign that I'm on the right track and will most likely achieve success. The devil card could even possibly be seen as karmic bondage keeping me restricted. I think of this as being chained or bound to something or someone that is causing harm or limiting my potential. A lot of the time, this is related to fear or anxiety. The death card could be a symbol of the release of karma and the beginning of a new cycle, especially if it comes up with the Wheel of Fortune card or the World card. Both of these cards refer to cycle changes and endings and beginnings. Ten of Swords could represent a past betrayal that needs to be forgiven, especially in combination with the Three of Swords. And the Six of Swords is the advice to move on from the drama, the pain, or the toxic energies that are causing the harm. So to recap, for me, the Ten of Pentacles is my main card for the need to clear ancestral karma, and the Justice card is my sign that karmic debts need to be paid and balanced. The other cards near these two tarot cards tell me which areas or themes to explore to determine what type of karma it is or what it is related to. When looking at the healing that needs to occur with ancestors, I suggest that you start to reflect and journal on the patterns within your own family for clues. Look at both healthy and unhealthy habits and patterns. 
Look at the lessons you have learned from family and conflicts that haven't been resolved yet. These could include disagreements, grudges, and divisions within the family or subsets of the whole family. Look at what runs in your family. Look at the struggles in life, medical and psychological conditions, life challenges, and abusive cycles that repeat throughout generations. Look at which family members have been ill or struggling. Specifically, look at whether these struggles occur on one side of the family. Then look at how you are connected in these cycles and how that has impacted you in life. This method helped me to identify patterns in one particular subset of women in my family who share medical issues as well as spiritual gifts. I used this to pinpoint how to heal that ancestral line that ran through at least five women in our family, spanning three generations. It is freeing to be able to find the root of these issues and then find a way to not only heal yourself, but other family members, whether they are alive or deceased. This type of healing can span generations in the past and in the future. You could help set off a chain reaction of healing that benefits not only yourself, but a long line of ancestors and even your children and grandchildren. When examining your family's history, look for patterns of poverty, alcohol, drugs, other vices, as well as abuse, emotional issues, and abandonment. Ask yourself which tarot cards would you assign to these patterns or to your family members. Use the person's characteristics or personality traits or even archetypes that represent them to help you choose the cards for each family member. And also choose a signifier for yourself as well. Lay out all of these tarot cards. Then examine them closely. See which family member's card is most similar to yours. That may hold a special meaning or message itself. Which tarot suits are most representative of your family and the family conflicts and patterns you've identified? This helps you when making assessments and connections about the patterns unfolding over generations. What tower moments have occurred in your family line? This can be quite telling. I was shocked when I listed pages of them for my own family. You don't realize how much you've dealt with in your life until you sit down to document it all. Here are some other key questions to ask yourself when exploring your family's experiences through tarot. What major arcana cards would you pull to represent family patterns? Which minor arcana cards could represent patterns, family conflicts, and obstacles? Ask yourself, who is the healer in the family? The black sheep? The enabler? The avoidant one? Ask yourself what you would like to release at this time. Look at what resistance comes up for you when you think about letting go or forgiving certain family members. It is okay if you don't feel ready to do this work yet. You will know when it is time. If you face resistance when thinking about releasing an issue or forgiving a certain family member, it might help to ask yourself why you think they acted in the ways that they did and what wounds they might have been carrying around with them. It is also helpful to remember that we are all human beings and we are all flawed. In the second part of this episode, I will share a six-card spread for ancestral karmic healing. If you would like to support this podcast monthly, please consider signing up for a small pledge to help me be able to continue to produce these quality episodes every two weeks. There's a listener support link at the bottom of the show notes for each episode. 
You can also find that link on the Anchor site for my podcast, and it's also provided in my companion blogs for each podcast episode on my website, healingthroughterra.com. Any pledge is appreciated. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the second part of this episode, I want to talk about the topic of forgiveness, and I'm going to walk you through the six-card spread that I created for Ancestral Karmic Healing. This type of Ancestral Karmic Healing work may take quite a bit of forgiveness and surrender, which is not easy. This is the hardest work I've done yet on this Healing Through Tarot journey. Clearing that karma may require forgiveness of those that have harmed you or others you love. I faced much resistance to this, about 20 years of resistance. When we are faced with forgiving someone who has harmed us, we often get stuck because we don't feel these people deserve to be forgiven. Some of us feel like forgiveness lets the other person off without facing consequences of their own actions and behaviors, and that is a huge pill to swallow. The only way I've been able to work through this resistance personally is to start by forgiving at the soul level. If I can connect with their energy at the soul level and feel like they are a good person on some level out there, then I can start to send them loving, healing energy to help them heal from afar. What I found is that my healing work does not require that I have conversations directly about this forgiveness with that person. You are absolutely able to do this healing and releasing on your own internally without that interaction. In therapy, I often use techniques of an unsent letter or an empty cherry exercise. An unsent letter is when a client writes a letter to the person they have a grievance with and they unburden their heart and say whatever they need to say, but they never actually send the letter to that person. I also use an empty chairing technique where the client speaks to an empty chair in the therapy room as if it were the person they had unfinished business with. These exercises are cathartic and help the client get the emotions out of their body without the stress of having to confront the person they have a grievance with. Often, this is enough to help the client move on emotionally from the hurtful incident. Forgiveness really isn't about the other person, and that's the main thing I want you to take away from this. It is about releasing yourself from the connection you have with that person and taking the power away from them to control or affect you in any way going forward. I find that this helps me to complete the healing work that is necessary to move forward. It is much easier to imagine severing the energetic cord between myself and the other person to free myself to go off and live a life of peace without them. This way I don't have to focus on whether or not they deserve forgiveness. I know I deserve a life of peace, and that's what matters. Hopefully reframing it in that way can help you to work through any resistance that arises when you work on forgiving others. I do want to note here that no one can tell you that you have to forgive someone else. This is something that you have to decide for yourself. If you don't feel it's necessary or you don't feel ready to do this work, 
then just go with where you feel led. If you are pushed into forgiving someone, that creates another set of problems that end up taking more of your power away. My goal is to always empower you. So when you listen to these episodes, only follow the path you feel will lead you to a feeling of empowerment. If it doesn't feel safe, right, or good, then I say, follow your gut on that issue. You can always come back to this type of healing work when you feel ready. Like I said earlier in this episode, I started this karmic releasing process many times before it felt right. And when it did feel like the right moment, that's when I started to feel the energy flow in the right direction. So it's okay to take things slowly. If you're ready to do this type of healing work, this is the perfect time of year to do so. The late fall moving into winter is a natural time of year to release any baggage that's been holding you down throughout the year. I love working through the major challenges of the year, processing them, documenting them, and then letting them all go by the end of December. This way I can start the new year with fresh new energy. Now I will walk you through the six card positions of the Ancestral Karmic Healing Spread that I created for this podcast episode. You can use tarot or oracle cards with this spread or combine the two as I often do. Card position one. What karmic cycle needs to be broken? Card two. What needs to be honored? Card three. What should be forgiven and released? Card four, what was passed down to me by my ancestors? Card five, what cycle will begin if I break old karmic cycles? And our last card for card position six, how will I feel if I break these cycles? And I wanted to note here that I included the questions about what should be honored and what was passed down by ancestors as a way to help acknowledge the good traits, life experiences, and talents that many families pass on throughout many generations. I thought it was helpful for us to look at a balance of the good and the bad karma or legacy that lives on from generation to generation. Life is almost always a balance of good and bad at the same time. I found it helpful to find gratitude in some of the good traits and characteristics that were passed down in my own family at the same time that I was breaking karmic cycles that I was choosing no longer to allow to continue. This part of the process felt very cathartic for me. Hopefully it will for you as well. If you want to throw the spread for yourself, you can find this ancestral healing spread on my blog, which is hosted on my website, healingthroughtarot.com. I have posted a graphic of this spread on my Healing Through Tarot accounts on Pinterest and Instagram. I would love to see the photo of your healing spreads. Please tag me on Instagram at Healing Through Tarot and please use the hashtag Healing Through Tarot Ancestral Healing Spread. If you want to delve deeper into this ancestral healing work, I do highly recommend looking into the class that I talked about earlier with Jesse Huttenberg. She provides several spreads on ancestral healing, family patterns, forgiveness, and how to release that karma. She walks you through exercises using the major and minor arcana to help you unearth root issues 
and patterns that are present in your family. She provides numerous lessons to help you unpack how all of this has impacted you over your life. I personally think this is a brilliant course and very thorough. The link to her course is in the show notes if you're interested. In the next episode, I will cover the tarot courses I have taken on my quest to learn all about the tarot, and I will reveal my favorite tarot teachers and tarot YouTubers. So please join me next time. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you found this information valuable, consider subscribing to the show so you never miss an episode. And please rate and review this podcast and tell fellow car readers about the show. You can find more tarot tips on my blog on HealingThroughTarot.com and on my Pinterest and Instagram page, both under Healing Through Tarot. That's through, spelled T-H-R-U. See you next time, card slingers.